Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey, everybody, Ryan Ripley here. This is another one of our one-on-one -on -one interviews conducted at the Path to Agility Conference this year in Columbus, Ohio. This one's with Christopher Avery. Christopher is a practitioner of responsibility. He teaches people and teams how to not only be responsible people and teams, but how to take responsibility Really interesting discussion, learned a lot about the responsibility process, what led Christopher down this path of responsibility, and how we can add a feeling of responsibility to our lives immediately. So I really enjoyed this one. I hope you guys do too. Let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the responsibility process, some of the things Christopher brought forward, and whether or not it's going to help you in your daily life. So without any further ado, here's Christopher Avery teaching us about the responsibility process. Processes and tools dominate today's Agile discussions, but we are devoted to the individuals and interactions that make it work. From the beginner to the veteran practitioner, we have something for you. Welcome to Agile for Humans. All right, we are back at the Path to Agility Conference here in Columbus, Ohio. Joining me now... Uh, Christopher Avery. Christopher, how are you? I'm free, powerful, and at choice, Ryan. How are you? <laughs> That's a wonderful way to live, isn't it? It is. You know, really, uh, really happy you were able to, to carve out some time to join us. The, uh, the responsibility process, you know, I think what you're, what you're known for uh, in, in many circles, and especially the way that you just described the way that you live, um, is fascinating to me. The idea of uh, being responsible for oneself, emotions, the awareness, you know, all of those things are, are so critical to life, yet uh, it's not taught throughout our education, and, and most of us don't know how to handle those things. So I, I really appreciate you doing this. Thank you. You know, when people come up with, you know, transformational, foundational type uh, ideas like the responsibility process, I find that they're is an inciting incident that leads to it. There's an observation, a moment, or perhaps a collection of moments. What was it for you that created this kind of awareness that, that you now share with, with the rest of the world? Wow. Good question. Good, good interviewing, Ryan. Um, I'd say there's two things. Uh, one is much more personal. 
uh, and that is I grew up um, I, I grew up in a situation where I learned to be very negative and and uh, and critical and demeaning towards other people um, and when I realized probably in my 20s when I realized that I had this behavior it wasn't so easy to change so it was deep in me so I, I was looking for tools to develop my own integrity. I, I thought I was out of integrity and I was looking uh, for that. Um, and then uh, a dozen years later, I'd spent uh, 10 years getting a, a graduate degree. So I was a classic cliche of a graduate student where I really needed therapy. And, and I, thought, <laughs> I thought instead I'd go study social psychology and organizational leadership. You know, my first career was around teams and collaboration, and I wrote the book Teamwork is an Individual Skill, where we first talked about the responsibility process. I was looking to explain how personal responsibility shows up uh, in teamwork. So when teams gel, people feel a sense of ownership, not only for the mission of the team, the product, the whatever it is, but a sense of ownership to each other that has people operating at very high levels of, of responsibility. So I was on the lookout for what is this stuff? Where does it come from? If it's not there, can you generate it? And that led me to run into the little research program uh, way back in 1991 that was starting to build the responsibility process. So it's two incidents, really. One was very personal, looking for my own growth, and, and the other was looking to how do I explain teamwork and collaboration. I think a lot of us fall into these negative loops and negative patterns. Can you touch on how negativity robs us of empowerment? Well, sure. So uh, let's do a quick refresh on the responsibility process. Sure, so, that'd be great. Yeah. So let me start this way. There's a, there's a gulf of a difference between being a responsible person and taking 100% responsibility. Uh, and the difference is that we're taught to be good, responsible people. And taking responsibility is different. Taking responsibility means for everything in our life that gives us angst and frustration and upset, that there's a place in our mind where we can actually grow to overcome that uh, and to either completely eliminate it uh, or to have it not bother us. Um, and, and that's this mental state of responsibility. So the responsibility process is a series of, is it's a mental pattern that we go through when things are wrong. So every time something goes wrong, we go into our defensive mind or resistant mind where we're really pretty stupid. Um, and uh, the first coping state is blame. And if we get off blame, then we justify, which means we have a story about how that's just the way it is and there's nothing we can do. It's the culture or it's the weather or it's the economy where we're actually sure that the problem is bigger than us. And if we stop justifying, then we turn the finger of blame inward on ourselves. So we call that shame or guilt, and we beat ourselves up for having a problem. And if we stop beating ourselves up, then the next mental state is one of obligation, where we feel trapped in a mindset of have to, don't want to. So we have to go to the stupid meeting and all of that kind of stuff. And it's not until we refuse to feel trapped that we can get to this generative mental state which we call responsibility and the only difference between that state and the other states is that in the other states each one is steeped with a very stupid silly simplistic logic cause effect logic that's very simplistic and that says that you can't do anything about it um, no matter how smart you are or what <laughs> kind of tools you have doesn't matter um, and in the mental state of responsibility there's no set logic you have access to all of your uh, complex holistic reasoning pathways 
all the probabilistic reasoning of your entire mind, you have access to it, which is the place of then growth. So your question was, how does this negativity right, affect us? It, essentially, it's how we stay stuck. And we stay stuck for long periods of time with these problems, not knowing what to do about them. It's a fascinating concept because I think it's it's one of those, even this morning, there was a, a situation back home with my child and, and that frustration sets in. And then you start thinking about why is this happening and the guilt and the blame and and the obligation. And, and uh, through reading through your site, through having friends like Joe and some others who, uh, Tim Oninger, a very good friend of the podcast, a very big advocate of the process, they've coached me a little bit at times throughout my life where I was experiencing some of these feelings. I was able to to kind of recenter and realize, you know, sometimes you just put the problem down and, and that's, that's always a nice option. But, but other times you own it and you're able to actually clear the thinking and, and, and move forward. Now I'm being very simplistic, so I don't want to uh, misrepresent your process, but just the idea of accepting ownership and being able to get unstuck because when you're blaming the outside world, no progress can be made. And that was a huge light bulb moment for me. It's, well, yeah, the weather caused this, but I can't change that. So what can I change and how can I own this? And, and uh, it's just been very, um, very important and influential to me as well. So I want to make sure I, I gave some appreciation for that. Well, thank you. I, I would, you know, you call it my process, which I appreciate being connected to it, but it's actually a natural process. So sure. it's in every one of us. It's simply how we're wired. The to-do about it is we say there's three keys. And the keys to practicing responsibility are intention, awareness, and confront. And so what you're practicing when you put it down or decide to get past it is you're practicing having an intention of getting to a mental state where you can be an agent, where you can have choices. You're practicing awareness of being aware that you're in the mental state. Right? So still in my life, every time something goes wrong, my mind goes to blame. So right. just because I've practiced it for 26 years doesn't make me immune to it. I still have the same disease the rest of us have. But I'm, I'm aware of my mental state like that. So I can, I can get out of it. And confront is actually the ability to be with our own anxiety, be with our own fear, and challenge ourselves to be free, powerful in that choice, to refuse to be trapped, right. and get into that mental state where we can start to problem solve. So you, you nailed it. The thing that has taught me most about life is marriage. And that's probably might be surprising to some, not surprising to others. But what I have found is applying some of these principles to my relationship with my wife has led to incredible growth between us. Mm -hmm. So instead of, I think, a lot of couples and even teammates, right? So we could even take it to, to pair programming teammates or teammates on an Agile or Scrum team. They sit back and they say, if only, if only this person would do this. Or if only they would think like that, or if only they would agree with me, and then that builds and festers and causes a disconnect, and, and neither side knows why, right? There's the person who you're having these thoughts about has no clue that these thoughts are running through your head. And what I've found is, if I say, no, wait a minute, this problem's mine, right? My wife's not doing this because I have not asked her, or I have not made a case, or I have not put this forward, or my boss did not give me this project uh, because I didn't put forward the skills or or made uh, my value known, or you know, when you shift it to things that you can actually own uh, and take care of and, and execute, I have found the results are just first better, but you also grow as an individual. And so I, all facets of life, I think was the point where I was going with this, is that it has such an incredible impact. It's not just agile teams. I mean, you can improve your marriage, relationship with kids, 
uh, coworkers. It's just very impactful, powerful stuff. Are you seeing those kinds of transformations as well, where it transcends the professional life and goes straight into personal and, and all these other areas? Oh, absolutely. That's why you know I've said for years I have the best job in the world because I get <laughs> to bring this amazing uh, message to people. Right. The responsibility process, truthfully, has nothing in particular to do with work. Sure. It has to do with being human. And we happen to be in an industry, the agile industry, that's trying to figure out how to bring more humanity to the workplace, that when we raise humanity, we raise performance. Sure. Duh. And <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in your statement about the practice, we, we define responsibility as owning your power and ability to create, choose, and attract your reality. So what that means is that if you've been making your own decisions for more than a few years, you are the architect of your reality, which means you're the architect of your filters, your lenses through which you're seeing reality, which means if there's anything out there that you don't like, then it's something that you have created, chosen, or attracted to yourself, and which means you're the only one who can do something about it. So... Uh I think we, we all need help in this area. I think, as you said, this is, uh, this is how we're wired. The defense mechanism fires up first, and we're wired for that, and it's the, the learning, the awareness. If people are interested in learning more about how to, to build out this skill set on how to have a, more, uh, a life full of intent, uh, so to say, or where they're empowered uh, to make their choices and to make better choices and, and to have the awareness when when perhaps they're in, a, in that stupid mind state that we all find ourselves in it sometimes, how can they, they move forward with, with learning more about uh, this great process? Let me make one quick statement about that, and I'll, I'll mention then three, three resources. Uh, first, the first thing to do is to realize that you're incredibly human. There's nothing wrong with you. Right. right? That, that you're operating normally. The, so then for resources, I've tried to keep um, a, a bunch of free resources at ChristopherAvery.com, uh, 600 and 50 blog posts, uh, all kinds of downloads. You can download a free copy of the Responsibility Process poster with the summary on the back in 27 languages uh, from ChristopherAvery.com. In terms of uh, if you want to dive in deeper, in September we'll launch uh, the Responsibility Process book. It's it's not been named yet, but get on my news and announcements list at ChristopherAvery.com and you'll find out when the book comes out. And you know, there's a lot of people involved in uh, the Leadership Gift Program. So the Leadership Gift Program is a e-learning program that has online materials, has live web meetings, has a community, and it's all people who are working on practicing and mastering responsibilities so that they're better leaders and better coaches. And anybody in the world can join and um, just check out the Leadership Gift Program at the subdomain, the.leadershipgift.com. So the.leadershipgift.com. And I think at, at this point in time, you have a, a, a code that people can use for... Thank you for, for yeah. reminding me. Yeah. Um, so for people that want to get involved this summer, summer is, summer is a great time to get involved. And it's often a time that um, people are doing other things. So we're offering a, a promo code G-R-O-W, GROW, uh, all lowercase, um, and uh, it'll get you $50 off your first month in the program or $100 off if you do the annual membership. That's great. And we'll be sure to get uh, all of this in the show notes for people along with the reminder for the, that grow code that people can use for those great savings. So really appreciate you bringing that forward. Uh, before we wrap up, for those out there that, that want to see what awareness could look like, do you have a, an initial step that someone could take or a, 
a key practice that someone could try that would give them a taste of what of what a life like this could be? Really good question. I think um, I have a few exercises in that regard, but one would be to remember a time when you really did feel completely in charge of your success at that moment. So when you ask me how I'm doing, I say I'm free, powerful, and at choice. I say that to remind myself that it's true, even when I'm not feeling it. So when you're in the mental state of responsibility, you feel that. So we've all felt that. So remember a time when you felt completely in charge of your next steps and moving forward. And I I would say uh, cement that feeling and realize that you can actually reproduce it uh, at will as you learn to practice this stuff. I think that's a great tip for everyone out there, and I hope that the listeners check out uh, these great resources because they can have uh, a great impact on your life. And so, again, really appreciative for what you've brought forward uh, to the community and just uh, really excited that you were able to join us. So, Christopher, thank you very much. Uh, I know that you're very busy. You've got some keynoting responsibilities and some some hands to to shake. And so really appreciate the fact that you carved out a few minutes here and just can't thank you enough for this work. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thanks for doing what you do and making all this uh, cool content available to folks. Thanks for listening to Agile for Humans. Let's keep the conversation going. Drop us a question on Twitter at Agile for Humans or visit agileforhumans.com. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.